Hi, I'm Pierce Turcotte from the Greeting Committee. And we're, we're screening on, on the spot. spot. And we're getting to know me through movies. Yeah. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. And you were good, but we were bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's we were, fine. We we'll were just off. keep it. It's, uh, I, always, I, I'm just not super confident that that, was, that we nailed it on the first try, like you said we were I going to. I think it's fine. Okay. I think it was well, fine, too. Somehow, even though I know what I'm supposed to say, as you guys say it, I get I somehow get confused you and I yourself out. I kind of mumble it. I'm like, we're just gonna I just looked at you and I started laughing. That's so that's, that's really what it well, is. We're, well, we're okay. rolling with it. Okay. Well, yeah. enough about us. Uh, <laughs> Pierce, thanks so much for doing this. Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you are in a band. I am in a band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, called the Greeting Committee. Yes, we are called the Greeting Committee, which is pretty exciting because you're you're an actual Kansas City band. I mean, like from Kansas City. Oh yeah, I, uh, me and Addie, the lead singer, actually live in Kansas City. We grew up in Overland Park, so but now we can actually say we're oh. from Kansas City. <laughs> okay, that's okay. I live in Overland Park. Yeah, <laughs> um, most people from the suburbs say they're from Kansas City, though. Yeah, I yeah. and it's yeah. kind of cheating, but I know we'll allow it. What are, I, you, are you saying that someone like me, I'm from Overland Park? Does that mean I can't say I'm from Kansas no, City? No, I'm saying most people do say Kansas City. Oh yeah, I mean when I'm go when I'm we're out of it. the state, we'll just say Kansas. <laughs> All right, City. I'm yeah. just saying that I'm no longer <laughs> a Kansas City poser. I can actually okay. say <laughs> you live in the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I was in the city and now I'm not anymore. But I'm still gonna say Kansas City. You're disowned. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you guys form the greeting committee yeah so we originally started in high school in overland park okay. we went to blue valley <laughs> high school uh and originally there was four of us and we just all kind of met just by being high schoolers i played in another very successful high school band uh unfortunately they're broken up now but uh, they um we just kind of got talking i played in marching band so that's how uh, they knew me from the music scene. What was scene. your instrument? I played, I was section leader. I played tenor saxophone. Wow. Look and at that fancy. And you still play saxophone. Dang. I do still play saxophone. I In the band or just like sometimes? Oh, in the band. We you are still, the sax player. I, uh, I'm i not the sax okay. player. Um, it's just um, something I bring out that gets people very really excited <laughs> at one point Who in the wouldn't? show. Everybody, yeah. everybody needs more sax. <laughs> I, I think there was a, a review from our last show. Someone commented that there was too much saxophone. No way. No, no one says no that. Yeah. 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 Uh, it is really funny because in your up in the show that you had at the Uptown, there mm-hmm. was that was the sax was a big deal. Like she asked if they wanted more sax. People <laughs> cheered. So I'm mad at anybody yeah. that would say yeah. otherwise. Okay, yeah. but besides the sex, like, what are you lead singer, or do you are you? No, oh yeah, 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 great question. So I'm uh, I mainly play bass in the bass band, play. so that's kind of my main job on stage. But uh, recently, as we go through writing, I play guitar, piano. I got synthesizer. I can fake my way through probably a million other instruments. But <laughs> when you see me on stage, I am the bass player. Cool. But he can do it all. But yeah. I can do it all. Yeah. Um, you guys had a new album last year, Dandelion yeah, last year. It was, uh, just about a year ago this month, I believe. And then do you know, like, do you guys have plans for when the next album could be? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, let me get back to our lead singer <laughs> once we start writing it. Okay. Uh, we do have a couple songs that will, I'm not sure when this will come out, but, uh, we'll put out a couple more singles this year just as like a nice way to tie, tie up the end of this year keep momentum going and then we'll talk more album stuff next year cool uh well fun fact this is a movie podcast and you guys were actually in a movie yeah uh it was one of the uh to all the boys i've loved before movies on netflix <gasps> wow. is the second one I uh think? the third installment the third installment yes. okay i've seen those oh, so you have. <laughs> i hadn't seen it 
because I, I'm probably not the target audience. Not oh. that they're, you know, they're I don't think to. I am either, but they are yeah. very fun movies. Um, mm-hmm. And I just assumed, because I saw images and stuff, and I, I've heard the song, of course, and I assume maybe you guys were just like in the background, but you're kind of like actually a big part of the scene. Yeah, that was a funny occurrence, just like the whole coming together of that whole movie. But, I mean, we filmed that beginning summer time of 2019 and so that movie didn't didn't come out until uh february of 2021 and so it's like we filmed this mm-hmm. we are part, part of this really cool thing but then they were like maybe they'll cut us like we have no idea what's <laughs> going to happen to it uh but yeah we uh i think i got uh, a link to watch the movie a couple weeks before the movie actually came out and i was just like oh we are in it yeah like we are a uh, to give context we're uh, Laura Jean is visiting uh, some colleges. She's on a trip to New York City. She goes to um, NYU uh, rooftop party, and she walks up onto this rooftop, and you see us on uh, just with our instruments playing the song, just as like a kind of random rooftop college party. Right. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah, we, we're we always center. had bands in our college. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Those people. But it's well, NYU. Yeah, 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 right yeah. How'd you get involved in that? Um, it was a connection with our record label, someone from the movies reaching out. We fit the sort of sound, the demographic of mm-hmm. what they're looking for, and we're all early 20s at the time, so um, yeah, it just kind of worked out that was way. Was that your first time uh, in a movie? Before? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> won't be in one for a uh, while longer. But uh, yeah, it was a really incredible experience. We were just there in New York two days. We did a, we went, visited the set, um, got our wardrobe, which is really just my own clothes. <laughs> yeah, uh, nice. But uh, we shot, started at 7 p.m., went until four five a.m in the morning because it's a nighttime scene you got to use as much uh, nighttime as you can um mm-hmm. yeah we it was a very late night but it was uh yeah it was a lot of fun did we, you have to mime great. have to mime the instruments and stuff oh yeah so we had these um very expensive they told us little earpieces it's almost <laughs> like um uh they're able to transmit the audio that we're supposed to be playing to in our ears so we can play along was it your own song oh yeah okay good uh (laughs) there there were i think three or four songs one we i think was sort of the audition into the movie was there was a sort of theme song for the movie called beginning middle and end Mm -hmm. uh, which was written by another artist but we recorded our own version so it made sense for us to be playing onto this rooftop um yeah we just nothing was plugged in obviously yeah. and uh addy the singer was just mouthing the words and um but it wouldn't it wasn't off sync so that's why you had to have yeah yeah no we were we were we were locked in it was um, great yeah, i've always great. wondered how people do that yeah <laughs> so now like we know music, yeah, music, just, yeah oh yeah i mean song playing yeah usually. thank you sarah <laughs> <laughs> well i think one of the behind the scenes things that i learned with drums because usually you hit drums are very loud oh, sure yeah. um and obviously they need to record the audio for any of the dialogue because we're still playing uh all the drums were they're obviously real drums but like the cymbals and the the snares all the the heads of the drums were all fake so you hit it and it's just like Hmm. it's wow yeah which would not sound like in a live towel on them or something they're just literally like movie drums they're 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 movie drums you hit a cymbal and usually it's just loud crashing sound it's just like hitting a yeah, it's, it's like, like a fake sword in a movie, you know, like, sure. oh, yeah. Like yeah, some kind of like that's cool. Plastic yeah, or... the drums I, I were the, what I didn't know about. So now you guys have a tour coming up. 
We do. We um, are starting off in Nashville, opening up for this little um, <laughs> uh, festival thing going on there for mm-hmm. an artist called, uh, his name is Brisson Roney. And then we are kicking off a, a North American tour uh, for the next, uh, it's basically about a month. There's a okay. small break in there, but uh, about 20 shows. And is there anywhere uh, on the tour that you've never been or just somewhere you're excited to go? Yeah, uh, we've played it before, but there's a small town in North Carolina called Carborough or uh, Chapel Hill. It's just a small college town. Um, being on tour, we play a lot of bigger cities, Philly, New York, Chicago, uh, which are really fun, but it's easy to get lost. Mm-hmm. And it's like you want to go somewhere fun, you have to take an Uber somewhere. Um, college towns are just fun because you just walk around and have you're just unlimited and it's because everything's really condensed. It's a lot easier to see places. Uh, other than that, though, we're going to Vancouver in Canada, um, as well as Toronto, but I've never been to Vancouver. That's really cool. Yeah. Congratulations Thank on you. all of the greeting committee success, being Thank in a you. movie, going Thank on you. tour, all the things. Um, so now I guess now we'll start asking you some questions to get to know you through movies. Oh, of course. He said he studied. I did study. <laughs> I, I went to a coffee shop this morning. I was like Googling, wait, what movies have I seen <laughs> to like, make sure that I give as a uh, best uh, educated? As uh-huh. do, do you feel like they are a big part of your life? You know what? I, or it's mostly music. It's mostly music. I feel like I can be that person that is like, I've never seen that movie or um, I, I wish I was more educated on uh, more movies. I feel like I rewatched the same movies mm-hmm. a lot. That is totally okay. Yeah. Too. I do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Everyone does that. I always make plans to watch some movie I've never seen or some new movie, but then I'm like, ah, but like Ghostbusters is right there, and you know, I'll just watch that it's again. Safe. Yeah. We won't. How about this? We won't judge you on movies if you don't judge us on our music taste. Okay, fair enough. Because <laughs> I have I really bad music taste. Chris does have really bad music he taste. He really admits that, which is so funny to me. Because I'm point. sitting next to Sarah, yeah. who <laughs> she'll tell you anything. Well, you I know. Like, I was just kind of like, you said we, and I'm like, I mm, don't feel like don't we agree. as a collective have bad <laughs> yeah. movie taste. That's true. Or music I'm just taste over here by myself. Right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I but, do listen to the greeting committee a lot, so, you know, no big yeah. deal. Actually, uh, he's just telling me a story of how he saw the, my lead singer at a uh, restaurant, serving at a restaurant, uh, what, circa 2016? Yeah, se- 16 or 17. Um, oh, no, it was probably like 18. I don't actually know. But it was like, it was a few years ago. Uh, yeah, she was our server at a restaurant. And uh, I've probably told you guys this story, so I apologize. Because I was like half embarrassed, but also like, I just had to be that guy. So we recognized her and, uh, or I recognized her and she looked so familiar. And I just thought she was somebody we knew or like, uh, like a college friend. Cause a friend of ours like went to, uh, or was friends with a bunch of kids from like art school who were a little younger than us. Um, and so I was like, ah, I don't know. And so I was like, at one point, which is, is the embarrassing part is I was looking at her from across the restaurant trying to figure out who she was. She made eye contact kind of rushed over and was like, do you guys need something? And I was like, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry for my stare. Yeah. And then um, finally, like it connected who she was because we listened to your guys' music a lot. And then uh, we did actually talk to her and say, are you the lead singer of the greeting community? She's like, yeah, this is just yeah. my, you know, how I make money. You know? uh, the other yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, and then she was really nice to our daughter and um, we did leave. Well, I'm glad you said something because you were just going to be the guy that stared at me. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that, I, be... that was why I did it. It was because I felt like I had to explain. Yeah. Like, I'm really sorry. I'm yeah. not a creep. Or maybe she still thinks I was a creep, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, sure it's always fun when you like get recognized and like you have fans come up and Oh, yeah. yeah. And everyone's yeah. always sweet. It's never like... Um, I try to avoid people, so I always welcome it. 
Um, yeah. Nobody stare at you from across the room <laughs> until they figure out who you are. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of funny. I, uh, I, I kind of like like are they staring at me? I'm gonna let them kind of maintain this like awkward thing because I, I I bet they're a fan, but I kind of let them mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah. live in that embarrassment for a moment. <laughs> but then they come up and then I, I'll, I'll yeah. be really as nice to them as I can. <laughs> Does it happen in Kansas City a lot? Uh, yeah, every now and then. I think around um, our performances, I think because um, people be like, oh my gosh, I just oh, saw sure. you or mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to your show next month. Uh-huh. Um, I think in these like weird times where we're kind of almost undercover a little bit. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. People might not uh, come up to us as often but um no definitely yeah we'll start talking to you about movies now yeah throw it at me and now <laughs> uh what's the first movie you remember seeing in a theater oh my gosh um i would say i don't think i went to the movies a whole lot as a kid but i do remember going to see uh it's funny because we're talking about the second episode of star wars before mm-hmm. this um but i remember going to see that specifically at the beginning um people were clapping at the beginning of the the movie, and I thought it was so strange. I was like, "Who? Cl- <laughs> yeah. I've never seen anybody clap at the beginning of a movie." <laughs> <laughs> That's why. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I must have. I don't remember how old it was. I know. That, I think the first movie came out in, I think ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think two thousand three or something must have been. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was four. Oh man! Oh no 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 no! Uh, seven. Okay. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still, that's a good first yeah. movie, though. Star Wars in general, because the, the experience is going to be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Well, what's a movie you probably saw way too young? <laughs> um, I feel like I saw some scary movies. I I couldn't remember the name of it, but I remember seeing it because uh, specifically when we lived in Sacramento, I would just like wander around the house all the time. Usually my parents told me go upstairs, but then I would come back downstairs and there's one movie in particular I remember just being like, it was. I've watched it like a few years ago, f- now being an adult, and it's not that scary. But I forget the name of it. But the one that initially came to mind was Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's just some, <laughs> some moments in it that I think back now I was like, oh, I was a little too young to yeah uh, see some of that. But it was still I still remember loving that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite uh, movie soundtrack? Movie soundtrack. Um, I don't necessarily know if there's a favorite movie, but there's actually a video game I really like, which they're making into an HBO series called The Last of oh, Us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the uh, main guy who did it, his name is Gustavo Santaolalla, I believe. And uh, he's done a, a bunch of other soundtracks, I think. Um, he's just an amazing Latin American guitarist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also really love, uh, I'll probably talk about a lot, Perks of Being a Wallflower. It's yeah, very, that is a good soundtrack. Very, like, sentimental. I, it's just, honestly, a lot of ambient music. Yeah. Uh, and then they have some great, um, just, like, pop songs throughout it. Um, but, yeah, those are some of my favorite soundtracks. Well, in The Last of Us, the series, it's like Kansas City is going to be, like, the backdrop of the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They oh. announced that fairly recently, which is pretty cool. Like, they came here to shoot the skyline and stuff. Oh, but then so. <laughs> manipulate it in a well, yeah, <laughs> to make it look like it's right. falling apart. Right? Yeah, probably, but it's still cool, you know, to try to catch that when you watch it. Yeah, no, I, I uh, obviously uh, John Williams for like all the Star Wars, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. ET, Harry uh, Potter. Yeah, he's amazing, and I feel like as uh, as an also also being a musician, I feel like that is such a cool way to like get inspired to write my own stuff mm-hmm. um, because it, it is 
I mean, it's still music, but it's a different format and mm-hmm. it's just like is inspiring a very different way. With movies and soundtracks, there's a visual element tied to it that I feel like is very like evocative of like, oh, like I f- have this very specific feeling. Can I capture that in a writing that into a more pop song? Versus, mm-hmm. Like turning those like ambient swelly parts of Perks of Being a Wallflower into like a, oh, can I write like a, a teenage bop hit like yeah. that? <laughs> Something that makes me feel that so. Well, uh, on a similar note, what's uh, your favorite needle drop in a movie? Favorite needle drop, uh, just because I mentioned Perks of Being a Wallflower, but I think I've seen this in several movies, but uh, Heroes by uh, David Bowie is such like a, just a very classic song. And I mean, I feel like it's always a worthy mention to uh, do, uh, uh, it's at the end of Fight Club, it's... um, where oh, is where my mind? Yeah. yeah, that's a just like a classic. It is a classic. That's a good choice. I saw them in concert. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Oh, but during my research, I was like, "What other great needle drops are there?" Uh, Hallelujah at the end of Shrek. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's a that's, good choice. Yeah. Or even the I'm a believer. You know, oh yeah, that, like, yeah. There you yeah, go. I'm a big monkeys fan, so that was that was always really cool when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping you would say your own song in a, in uh, to all the boys I've loved before. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but maybe no. I, I didn't actually expect you to. There was a part of me that was hoping. Um, <laughs> what do you think is your most memorable movie going experience? I'd say when I saw Star Wars Episode Three. Okay, <laughs> that was the first time I remember actually like, waiting in line with uh, like my parents to go see a movie. Um, it was just at a. I, I think it's closed now, but a movie theater in Overland Park. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoy going to, there's a movie theater in North Kansas City called Screenland Armor. Yeah, I love Screenland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, uh, I think I went for the first time uh, around Halloween time last year or maybe a year before that to see Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. That's awesome. And that's just like a perfect venue to see that. Uh, totally. Just because it's it has a very like DIY sort of movie fe- uh, theater feel. But then the people coming out to see Rocky Horror are just like the most eccentric people you ever totally. meet, and yeah. it just like really amplifies and that. Nobody's experience. just going to see Rocky Horror. Yeah. <laughs> right, They're right. the people that have seen it thirty times and are going to quote the movie and mm-hmm. oh yeah, dress there's up and, the secret yeah. script. If you've heard of that, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, where people were like screaming along with it, and uh, I mean, I knew nothing of it, but I was just like sitting there in awe of the yeah. whole experience, and honestly. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I don't think Rocky Horror is a very good movie. Well, it's kind of known for being more of like a cult classic, you know, but yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I grew, that's a movie I grew up watching uh, and probably watched too young, especially because of the like, oh yeah, you know, the sexual, you know, totally. Now that I think about it, I mean, I was really into it in high school because if you're a high school theater kid, that's what mm-hmm. you're into. Oh, yeah. um, I don't think I've seen it since, and I probably have no idea what it's about. Like, really? I probably <laughs> need to go back and watch it and be like, oh, that's what I was watching? Okay, cool. I There's- watched it for the first time last yeah. year, and my wife, she was a theater person, yeah. and so she was singing every single yeah. word, and I'm like... What did I just watch? Oh, no, I, I really like, like it, and it's yeah. become like a Halloween kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, it is a very uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm not even movie sure what for the plot. sure. Right. Like, I mean, I know I've seen it a million times. I'm like, times, is he an alien, or like what? What's yeah, happening here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I like it. Yes, I just remember having strong feelings for Tim Curry because I didn't yeah. realize yeah. and yeah. understand. And uh, what are but, these feelings? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was very, like I said, I was very young. Uh, was there a movie that made you cry? All the time. I 
me and my girlfriend talk about this a lot, but I do not cry a lot. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> they make uh, fun of me for that because I'm not much of a crier. Really? Yeah. I get made fun of a lot, but. Uh, I feel like I need to reserve my tears for certain movies or yeah. right. moments that's in a life. Good, that's a good way mm-hmm. to say it. I mean, I'm not just over here crying at Star is Born like all yeah. the time. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, you know it, it was sad. There is a TV show called The Haunting of Hill House. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's one of my favorite TV shows I'll watch every year, every other year. Um, beautifully like directed. and um, But there's a scene where it's the the dead sister's ghost kind of comes back it was a, which is kind of a funny concept the idea of like being sad it's like it's a scary show mm-hmm. but it's like the, the episode ends and she's like nobody can see me and it's oh, like gosh. i've been here the whole time and it's like kind of i mean she's a ghost and everyone's like looking for her and it's this flashback from yeah. when she was a kid and no one could see her because of some weird paranormal thing but now i mean now she's like actually dead and like no one can see her and the idea of that just that makes me like really yeah. sad yeah. I'm like oh no she can't no one can see her <laughs> i could see you i don't know <laughs> that's a good answer yeah <laughs> uh what movies do you quote the most uh i don't like quoting movies no. oh really i have such a bad memory yeah um, that's, that's fair then yeah. okay uh i mean star wars is like kind of comes to mind but uh, no, my girlfriend will quote movies all the time. I'm like, how do you remember this? Yeah. Yeah. Some people have a knack for it. Sometimes she's quoting things from, like, I don't even know she's quoting it yeah. from, uh, I, she, she likes a lot of just like those 80s, 90s rom-coms. Sure. So. That's really frustrating when you're quoting a movie and you're waiting for somebody to like pick up <laughs> yeah. on it. So yeah. I'm sure she gets frustrated with you all the time. She's yeah, like, like, that's huh? from the movie quote. Like, did you not yeah. <laughs> yeah. get what I was putting down there? <laughs> Mine's the opposite is my wife knows it's from a movie and she's like, yeah, Justin, I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what's a, what's a classic or widely successful movie that maybe you just didn't get? I was thinking about this, but my girlfriend shows me a lot of Audrey Hepburn movies. Oh. Never really got into those. Uh, they're just cheesy. Yeah. There's not really much plot. They're <laughs> like, I think one was with, um, uh, I forget. I think, oh, it's the long, long trailer, I believe. Uh, I don't know if that, I don't think that's Audrey Hepburn, but um, it's with Lucille Ball and um, her husband at the time. I'm blanking, Mm. but it's basically they're just driving cross country in a very long trailer and it's just, oh my gosh, it's a really long trailer. They're running things (laughs) over, (laughs) trying to go up a really steep mountain. And uh, it's just very gimmicky and funny. Sure. I I mean, it, it is, I feel like, objectively just a silly movie but i just never really got into it yeah that's fair a lot of we've talked about that a lot before certain old movies especially comedies can be kind of tough because you know i don't know the humor is just not the same and a lot of things were silly and slapsticky and if you don't get into that Mm -hmm. then you know it's not going to connect on the reverse side is there a movie that you really like and you'll always defend but it's not very good oh yeah uh i feel like a lot of movies um kind of going into like the cult classics uh i think two movies come to mind uh wet hot american summer yes, yeah, i love I that movie. that one <laughs> i love that one yeah i mean i i i think i watch it now and i'm like yeah i get why some <laughs> it might not be the funniest movie i think i was showing <laughs> i showed it to my girlfriend and my girlfriend's mom we're watching it because we will have uh dinners on sunday nights and watch a movie every now and then and yeah, I was like, oh, wait, 
I per watching it by myself is funny, but I think like waiting for people's reactions, <laughs> yeah. like, isn't this funny? And I'm like, oh wait, maybe not. Um, and then I think there's some uh, uh, Adam Sandler movies that mm-hmm. don't necessarily hold up, but I. I came out a couple years ago. It's called Hubie Halloween. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. still haven't watched that. I, I, really I do. I was, I've talked about it before, but I'll kind of defend it. I do like Hubie Halloween a lot. And yeah. It's, it's ridiculous and it's silly. And like, I don't know why he has to do the voice, but, <laughs> but I love it. And I rewatched it last Halloween and yeah. I still enjoy it. I, I feel like there are some Adam Sandler movies that I think people like to bash on some like current Adam Sandler movies just because there mm. are just, mm-hmm. I think kind of repetitive but I think he found like an awesome sort of niche and they're, they're silly and they're cheesy, but they're kind of like heartwarming in some ways. And it's very, it's very, yeah, it's very safe kind of movie. And Hubie Halloween specifically captures a very, like I love Halloween and that Mm -hmm. captures it in a nice way. What's a movie that you were really excited to see only to be very disappointed. I was, I was having a hard time thinking about this one. Um, I don't go into movies with very high expectations okay. most of the time. Maybe some of the more recent Star Wars. Yeah, I usually have low expectations That's of fair. movies. I, and, I need to do that. I yeah. need to just bring my expectations for every movie that I see down a notch. Because <laughs> I, I go in with very high expectations and I'm just like, eh, Yeah, like how much like, like information that. or like experience can you provide in two hours? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I have higher expectations for TV shows because it's, what I'm investing. your favorite TV shows? Oh, some of my favorite TV shows. Let's see. Um, watching obviously like game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I think, um, the new stuff right now. Um, some of my favorite TV shows would be, uh, Narcos, mm-hmm. um, kind of, uh, eighties, uh, Colombian drug cartel. Mm-hmm. Um, just some great actors in it. And I love, Colombian history, so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's a classic or successful movie you're embarrassed to have never seen? I've never seen uh, The Godfather, mm. but I'm not that embarrassed to not <laughs> have yeah. seen that. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen that movie? Yes, but only re- recently, actually. It was um, a pandemic movie for me. Again, yes. I'm kind of in the same boat there. Um, my husband actually started watching it, so I was dipping in and out because we just had mm. a baby. So that was my first time seeing it, and I didn't even watch it all the way through. Yeah. I feel like I've been uh, going back and watching, for the first time, those like 80s. Like I uh, just saw Harry Met Sally, I think, last year. Uh, mm. uh, You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks. Um, I think I just recently saw that movie and so um yeah that's really that whole genre that Mm -hmm. i'm still um experimenting with i look back at some of the movies i grew up watching and there are definitely some movies i wish i hadn't wasted my time on and i think wasting time is very subjective but i just think back it's like why did i watch all those transformer movies (laughs) (laughs) that's fair well what's the last new movie you watched last new movie i just saw um the movie Pearl. It's like a oh, kind of yeah. thrilling. Yeah. How was that? I really. It was wanted, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How was it compared to the to X? You know, what? I had never saw X. What are we I had oh, no, that's so funny. It's the new uh, Ty West horror like series. Oh, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. X okay. came out last year, yeah. and then now Pearl is mm-hmm. like a prequel to X. Right. Okay. Was, so you you still enjoyed it, even though you haven't seen X. Right. Yeah. It was just. I didn't find it terribly scary. Um. It was more beautiful than anything. I'd say beautiful, thrilling. Um, yeah, it was just a what nine, uh, 1918 uh, era 
husband's off at war and I have very broad range of emotions and uh, start killing people kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that tends to happen. Yeah. 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 Um, that was part of a, it was an A24 mm-hmm. movie and I feel like I've been on a, so like kind of going through a lot of E24 movies. There's nice. another movie called Marcel the Shell. Yes, oh. I really want to see that. Yeah, yeah, it was very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't cry. Got in really that. good reviews too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I did not. I did not cry in that. Um, Pearl was great. That was the, f- uh, I think the first time I was actually kind of like, oh, that gore is new. Like oh, the really? Way they did gore, <laughs> and it was like, I don't know if it. it cool is a good way to say it, but <laughs> just, just different. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Are you in general a horror movie fan? Not necessarily, um, just because I feel like I'm really skeptical of horror movies. Because mm-hmm. uh, I really loved the the TV show I mentioned, Haunting of Hill House. I mm-hmm. like haunting sort of style shows like that. But I like I like that show because the plot is really great and sure. like I, I like the edgy sort of style uh-huh. uh, thrillers and horror movies. Um, but I'm generally not super scared and i'm not interested in being scared through like gore or like the classic um, jump scares and stuff i i yeah i guess i don't not i don't know if it's the jump scares but like freddy slasher mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some yeah. of those stuff i i feel like you need more to your horror movies than just a the, little yeah. bit the, like psycho killer who's out to get everybody yeah mm-hmm. whereas like oh everyone's probably gonna die anyways and they somehow managed to survive through some weird circumstance. Um, I think that's why I can be a little skeptical. Sure. I generally like being thrilled in that sort of way. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I like the tension that brings. Okay. So now we'll talk about the movies that are most important to you. So uh, what, what's the first movie that you, that you picked? Okay. I'll start, we'll start with, um, I'll start with Perks of Being a Wallflower. I know I dropped it a lot, but um, I had two movies in mind, but we'll start with that one. Okay. And why? Uh, what about uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower really makes it so important to you? I think I saw it, it's a very coming of age movie, and I saw it at a time that I felt like was very coming of age in my life. I think I saw it as like a senior in high school. I learned the there's the living room uh, living room routine uh, in the movie where like this uh, brother and sister duo basically have this really funny dance routine in the middle of like a homecoming dance and. I mean, I feel like I was in, uh, an angsty uh, high schooler going through breakups and everything. <laughs> and I feel like this, uh, I like read the book twice I think, oh, okay. before ever even seeing the movie. Um, and it, I think the person who wrote the book, uh, Stephen Cholbsky, also directed and uh, he directed the movie. It's just like, I feel like it very captures a part of my youth sure in like a like a time capsule in a way um music's great i there's actually i think i've written two songs loosely inspired on just like watching those movies i think one song was just like really pretty ambient it was actually there's a song on an ep called velveteen it's very obscure and it's one of our least listened to songs just because it's all instrumental but uh it's from that movie and then on our newest album there's a song called uh, 10 that's now it was originally this like guitar rockin' song that uh, I wrote to kind of emulate some of the the more teenage angst of that movie but it's now a piano ballad but yeah I think it's just inspired a lot of art mm-hmm. and creativity from me so and I don't know why Logan Lerman's not 
like a much bigger a much all right bigger i saw something recently about those three main actors um uh ezra miller logan lerman and emma watson like where they are today and yeah like logan lerman's like this like Oh, what do they call him? Like, basically, he's a fox now because he's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a bit older, but he's a very attractive guy. Emma Watson has kind of disappeared from acting right. a little bit. And then Ezra Miller's completely Ezra. gone off. Yeah. He's gone <laughs> off the deep yeah. end. Yeah, he's, I um, know. It's a bit unfortunate because I, that, that might have been the first movie I saw Ezra Miller in and really, really enjoyed um, yeah. them in that performance. But, you know, I keep thinking it was Shailene Woodley, not Emma Watson. But yeah, yeah. it's Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. It's Emma oh, Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking Which, of celebrity crushes. Hermione Granger. <laughs> Hermione Granger. Yeah. I, I'm surprised I actually didn't bring up any Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I love those books and the movies that came with them. That's refreshing. We had a guest who had never read the books and never seen the movies and seemed very disinterested in trying either of them, and we were really disappointed. You know what? Actually, that is a. I obviously grew up with the movies, and uh, my mom would uh, read those books to me, mainly like the first two because I would usually fall asleep and then she would just like, keep reading it. But mm-hmm. I was a young kid. She would read um, those books to me. And I think I was a senior in high school and I was, especially I was starting to get more interested in like, Oh, I think it would be really cool to like just learn the basics of like writing and stuff like that. Um, and I read the whole series for the first time as a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And I mean, absolutely love those books. And I went to watch the movies and I was like, these movies aren't that great as I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's so much more like they get better as they go. They do mm-hmm. get better as they go. Yeah, like um, one and two are just kind of unwatchable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, compared to the books, there's so much detail and life in those books that yeah, it's just like oh, this just feels like a little bit more like a diminished. That's version. all how yeah. it always ends up though. It like, is when you're in love with a book and then they make a movie about it. Rarely yeah. do they do it justice because your brain just like makes makes the book what it is, and it's never gonna right be as good as it is in your head as it is on totally yeah and it's i can only imagine how difficult it is to take this i mean 203 plus 100 book uh and condense it down into uh just two hours Mm -hmm. in a way that's and especially in a way that's more palatable towards audiences one of my favorite like book writers is neil gaiman he's done a lot of great Mm -hmm. Like uh, American Gods, Good Omens, um, more TV shows. He wrote Coraline. Um, uh, Sandman, right? Yep, he's doing Sandman. Yeah. He did a lot of comic books. I mean, very prolific writer. Um, he, I think he, uh, he, because a lot of his books have been converted to movies or TV shows, I think he, he said some things about just like the difficulty with that and how he appreciates like when people come up to him and when they're trying to do like a screenplay for it almost kind of take their own vision with it because it is hard to replicate a book into a movie it's like what i think he appreciates like the creativity of like well this is a completely different medium Mm -hmm. let's maybe try this with these characters or this with this like kind of plot line because it work because it just doesn't translate as uh, easily so yeah no that's absolutely right um What's uh, at, at Perks of Being a Wallflower? I feel like this is kind of a left turn with your next choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, if you don't know, already uh, could tell from my previous answers, but Star Wars is very uh, important. Um, just a series in general. I don't know if there's a specific movie. I grew up like probably popping the VHS tapes into my dad's office and watching those movies. Um, but I am also a really big prequel. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, that seems like those were the first ones you may have saw, seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely mean, in theaters. 
Obviously. Like, do you remember seeing the original trilogy before going to see those, or did you start I, with the prequels? I must have had some uh, um, reference in mind when I went to see the prequels in theater, mm-hmm. um, because I remember when the third movie, which is uh, at the time like that, was going to be the last thing that came out uh, in the Star Wars sort of saga. Um, I do remember just like probably even like still in my diapers, like some like little memories of watching return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. which is now episode six uh, of the series. Um, and just like watching that on rerun and rerun. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, yeah, just like maniacally mm-hmm. taking all that in. Um, so then when I went to see some of the newer stuff in theaters, I think I had some context of yeah. what that was, but um, yeah, I don't necessarily know why I like it so much, but um I mean, I've like both my parents are very like fantasy sci-fi. Um, even as I was like a middle schooler, my dad would be watching uh, Star Trek reruns, mm-hmm. and I'd be like just like hop, hang out with him. Same with Battlestar Galactica, a lot of these sci-fi kind of classic TV shows. Um, yeah, so I feel like that genre in general was a big part of my uh, my adolescence and. Uh, well, yeah. You would have been the right age for the prequels too, I imagine. So, like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I was born in '97, so episode one, '99, then I, nine, two thousand would three, and then two thousand five. I think was the third one. Yeah, yeah, sounds right. Something can, like that. Can I ask how you would rank the at least those the six? Yeah, I would say it's funny. I feel like culturally, episode one has gone. Up has been the most like pull back and forth, but there's a lightsaber scene. I think that's one of the best lightsaber scenes. Like Darth Maul is mm-hmm. this uh, red and black face, like alien guy with horns comes out with the double lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God, yeah. no one's ever seen this before. <laughs> um, and just the, this general faster pace sort of lightsaber fighting. I think that's just so cool. I think there is some moments with this CGI in it that, you kind of try to like remove yourself from, but I remember seeing some of those scenes in theaters and be like, this is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a very like, it's a tr- uh, evolving relationship with those because you see the original ones and there's, it's like slower fighting mm-hmm. and it's more like dialogue based, but I don't know. It's, they're just very different kind of context where it's the original are very, it's almost like sparring. And then the new ones are, is just, it's fun to see the evolution of it all and be able to love them all for different reasons. Sure. I, I don't think, I don't even feel like any of the new star Wars stuff they've made in the last 10 years is as exciting fight sequence wise as what they made in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Like even now when you see a lightsaber fight, like with Kylo and Ray, like I was just kind of yeah. like, this is kind of boring. Like I'd <laughs> much rather see Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think Ryan John, the last Quite Jedi fun. has the red room scene. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's, that was the first and only one that even there was came just to so mind, much but. going mm-hmm. on in that. Like just cause there was multiple people, people mm-hmm. fighting in yeah. that scene mm-hmm. i feel like the one-on-ones yeah. that we had totally with, like darth maul like just the way that i don't know the detail that went into yeah. or even the yoda fight in episode two pretty awesome. yeah. Yeah. yeah i will say i re-watching that yoda fight in episode two is not as exciting because it's just <laughs> like it's just almost comical he's just flying around yeah. yeah uh and somehow they're clashing sabers um episode three though is also 
Totally. There's just so much emotion in that. A very specific memory yeah. of watching that Yoda fight because I was with one of my very good friends who was also a star. Like we had been sending each other stuff like constantly for like the whole year of like oh did you see about this behind the scenes picture so we got to see it together and he leaned over and he's like is yoda gonna fight <laughs> <laughs> and i was like I so. <laughs> and we could not breathe for yeah you know, a good three minutes so like that I, it was like a distinct memory of being in the theater is yoda gonna fight yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean there's um even outside of those one of my favorite star wars movies which i don't know some people would argue might not be like a star wars movies is rogue one love rogue mm-hmm. one yeah it's so good i think you need the context of all of those movies to feel the weight of that sure. movie um but yeah the end was so cool yeah yeah rogue one is pretty great and now they have the like prequel series going on Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, which I haven't started yet, but but we'll do. I mean, yeah. we're getting we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Yeah, there's I a mean, lot. There's a lot of shows right now. I won't. But have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad like you were willing to admit that. Now, yeah, because like yeah. I feel like there was a time like maybe two years ago where you're like, yeah, I'm gonna get around to that, and then you just wouldn't. I just you know, Chris. Don't have time. I'm glad Chris no, isn't as much into no, the Star really Wars good, Marvel. Stuff. You've evolved. Although I will, but the originals had a huge impact on my life. <laughs> yeah. But then the prequels did not. So it to each their own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone I mean, has yeah, a different. You don't have uh, to watch everything, and you don't have to like everything too. Yeah. yeah. So well, I guess I, I didn't love all the J.J. Abrams ones. They were fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any like hardcore like Marvel fans? Justin and, and I. I am. Yeah. We, this is how we rank. Like Justin's yeah. like the I know everything that's going on in the Marvel world. I'm like I love them and I know most of what's going on, but I'm not as hardcore as Justin. Chris is like the lower level. Yeah. <laughs> He's seen <laughs> some of them, but doesn't care that much. Gotcha. So, so yeah. are you excited about the new um, sort of the rollout? Oh, absolutely. I'm just kind of there for any of it now, and uh, yeah. I'm like whenever something new comes out and people are saying they don't like it. I, Sometimes my expectations are lowered, but I also like I'm just the right audience. I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I think I put too much pressure on myself to be like, oh my gosh, I'm like so far behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, like the it's movies I have seen, I don't know if I remember enough for them for me to like fully appreciate them. But yeah, I think I'm just like, no, I need to just go in and watch the ones that interest me. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah now that's what you kind of have to do They're now, which is hard. hard. Yeah. With the Disney Plus stuff because yeah, you feel like series. you have to watch it to keep track of the movies, which I wish they wouldn't have done because I don't want to watch all the Disney Plus stuff necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no desire to watch She-Hulk. She-Hulk is fun, <laughs> though. I'm probably not going to watch it. But, like, but if it yeah. like leads into another Marvel movie that yeah. I really do want to see, I'm like, kind of like WandaVision was really important to the Doctor Strange movie. And so, yeah. I mean, that's what I think what Star Wars has done so great. Like, I have seen as much of the extra TV shows, like, they had the anime series, which was great. But you don't really need to watch them to fully enjoy it. I like being able to kind of nerd out and be like well did you know this is connected to this in the, this series <laughs> uh, oh you're like the canon geek who like knows all the I, all the star wars canon a little bit but then i talk to people who actually are yeah like, i know <laughs> nothing yeah. people because I mean, there's well there's the books but then when disney acquired yeah. star wars then those books became not yeah. canon yeah. and so now the new ones are it's yeah well, they yeah. have the whole cartoon series what is it the uh, the rebels or something oh, like that? oh there's right. rebels the clone wars mm-hmm. series. yeah track of all that stuff even on my end with marvel stuff i have a friend who is way more knowledgeable about the comics themselves because i read comics more casually and was mm-hmm. never didn't follow them all the time yeah. so whenever i'm geeking out about the marvel movies and dropping information or whatever and he's like well you know in the comics they blah 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 and i'm like okay derek i got it <laughs> <laughs> Well, Pierce, thanks so much for, Thanks, for coming on yeah. and, and uh, nerding out about Star Wars with us. 
Um, if anybody picks Star Wars as something that's important to them, it's an automatic end for us. At least yeah. for me and Sarah. Maybe not for Chris. But <laughs> I mean, um, I'm just here to have fun. Yeah. But this is really nice. And uh, be sure to check out the greeting committee. The tour is coming up. The closest, because you guys performed in Kansas City re- fairly recently, but yes. you will be like in St. Louis. We will be um, in St. Louis. We try uh, to play two solid Kansas shows a year. So we kind of are past that. But uh, hopefully look forward to top of next year as far as uh, next greeting committee show. Cool. Thanks, Pierce. Yeah. Thanks, I'm guys. a fan. Yeah. <laughs>